This is the Covered Podcast. Today is Friday, November 3rd, and this is Covered. We got some good college football this week. Um, Got a few top matchups. Ranked matchups, conference matchups, conference implications, and also college football playoff implications. So it's going to be an exciting week of college football, and then we will roll into the uh, NFL. Uh, That slate is interesting. Uh, A lot of quarterback matchups are a little bit weird this week. Um, Just injuries, guys getting traded. Uh, So it'll be an interesting week of football, but... It will be a good week of football. Whenever there's football on, it is a good week. Today, it is just myself. Um, so we're going to go in-depth a little bit more, maybe some trends, some stats. Um, but we did have to get an episode out for the people. Um, now, no official picks right now, just information, just some leans. But let's get into it. And we're going to start with one of the top matchups of the week, Kansas State and Texas. I believe this is big noon kickoff. Um, Kansas State going into Austin. It should be an interesting matchup. It really should. Um, now, there is a trend. We, I love my trends um, and systems. I would call this more of a system play uh, with Kansas State and fading Kansas State, actually, and taking Texas money on. Now, it's three in the hook. If you're in the chalkboard, you know uh, today on Friday um, – it's not, it's not been ideal with, with the old hook. And so I would take Texas Moneyline in this system just because we are looking at a team, a Kansas State team, that blew the doors two weeks in a row. They blew the doors off TCU and Houston. Expect some regression here. Um, even though the line is a little bit trappy at three and a half, um, there is a system out there that is coming off a win of 30 or more and being an away conference dog, 19 and 58 straight up. So money line, this money line short enough to, to go ahead and take um, just that being three and a half. Um, and so that is a play I would go ahead and take. Um, maybe even think about the under uh, just because it is kind of lower, but big 12 unders um, or big 12 overs rather um, are typically the play. So I would go ahead, think about Texas Moneyline, the spread. Now, in this system, against the spread, 33 and 40. So that's when I'm, I'm willing to lay the juice um, and just go ahead and uh, and roll with Texas there uh, here for big new kickoff. And then um, that does take us into the next game with Notre Dame and Clemson on the slate. Now, Clemson's not ranked, but we know – Clemson's a good squad. They're they're not like they're not like UConn or one of these schools that just are absolutely terrible. And so we, it, it's going to be a good game. Um, it, the line's three right now. Another system play here: um, away favorites when the line is less than four. So short favorites here. Um, four ranked ranked teams going and playing a non-ranked team. Um, they're only 20 and 17 straight up. Now, when you look at this and you look at against the spread, they're 14 and 21 against the spread. So 
if you're gonna, if you're thinking about taking Clemson plus the three, either buy that hook to plus three and a half or take them outright because the value's there. Um, you can you can get that um, if you're looking at at these numbers here. What that tells me is, hey, seventeen times these teams have lost. So of the twenty-one times that they've covered, they've just won outright. So only four times they have only covered. Just take the money line or buy the hook. If it comes down to a field goal, it comes down to a field goal. The over-under here might be an under-opportunity as well. Um, Notre Dame, all year, been playing defense. They they kind of um, – that's that's how they win games is by their defense. Saw so against Duke um, on the road there, even though their offense finally found something down the stretch. But got to think the defense there. And then Clemson, it's the defense, right? They, the defense keeps them in games. Um, and in this same system uh, that we were going over, uh, unders are 21, 15, and 1. And so this is a system match as well, hitting at about that 58.3%. Um, so I would I would go ahead and take that under as well, potentially, um, in, in this matchup. And so we got to move forward. We're going to go to another game. Um, it's not a ranked versus ranked matchup again. Um, but it is Army and Air Force. If you know the betting world, you know kind of where we're potentially looking at this. Service Academy unders. Um, when the Service Academies play each other, so Army, Navy, Air Force, they're running the ball. They're typically running the triple option. Um, but the clock's going to be moving. Unders are 42, 9, and 1, um, which brings us to the point of this is one of the lowest unders on the board this week. Now, it's not the lowest, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, but it is at 32 and a half, which is very low, um, especially for a college football game, but service academy under. So, you know, at 32 and a half, uh, you may want to still think about that under just because they're going to be running the ball. This is what Army and Air Force do. Um, and like last week, Air Force played not a great CSU defense. They hung 30 on them. Um but Army is going to run the ball, um, and Air Force is going to run the ball. That game against CSU last week was 30-13, to 13, so would have went over by the hook, but CSU airs it out a little bit. And Army, their defense has been decent, um, not against LSU. LSU hung 62 on them, but LSU doesn't run the ball all game long. Um, and one thing to keep in mind here, in the practices, right, when we're preparing for games, um, Army's going against the run. They know how to defend the triple option. They play each other all the time. So still maybe think about that under at 32 and a half. Do not put in the over and just pray um, because, hey, it's so low, we got to take the over, right? No. Look at the under. That might be a play. And then we go down the slate. Mizzou and Georgia. Georgia is... They're weird to figure out because, and I don't, I don't really have a play on this one because it's who, who is going to wake up? Is this the Georgia team that is playing Kentucky or that woke up last week um, against Florida, or is this the team that just kind of goes through the motions and is still going to win the game but not going to cover? The line is fifteen and a half. Yes, it's a Missouri team. Missouri's ranked 12. I'm going to say I don't believe in Missouri. Um, 
Georgia will win this game, I believe. It's in Athens, but I, 15 and a half is so weird. Like, you, you can't buy it down, really, to 13 and a half. Maybe that's why they're doing it, too. Maybe that's why the books are doing it. You can't really buy it down to 13 and a half. And if you're on the Missouri side, you can't really buy it up to 17. Um, points in a point and a half is gross. Um, I, so I, I just don't see a play on, on this one. Um, no over or under either. And then we will take a look at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma's been bad the past few weeks after that win against Texas. Just haven't really seen it again. Um, they almost lost to UCF. They did lose to Kansas. It's just not been working for them for whatever reason. And so I, I can't make a play on this either. OU's minus six. Like, that's probably where it should be. Oklahoma State, they have surprised some people. Um, and they've also been surprised also at home. So I don't... I don't have a lean on this one. I'm, I want to stay as far as away uh, that I can from that game. And then we'll look at look at some other matchups. Now, one very interesting one here is Kansas going to Iowa State. Okay. Kansas going to Iowa State. The line, Kansas just beat Oklahoma. They are going in to Ames as three-point dogs. Three-point dogs. This has trap written all over it. If you are on the Kansas side, cash out. Cash out. Find a different matchup because this is gross. This is a perfect letdown spot for Kansas. And... It's just, it's a perfect letdown spot for Kansas, and it screams trap that they are three-point dogs on the road. In this conference matchup, granted, Iowa State's 5-3. and three, May think the under there, uh, just because Matt Campbell, uh, coach for Iowa State, is prone to the under, but my goodness, uh, that is a very trappy situation. Then another trap we're looking at here, Washington and USC, it screams trap as well. I mean, Washington is three-point favorites on the road against this USC team who can't stop a bloody nose. Now, Washington hasn't been able to produce the offense that um, we're accustomed to seeing from Michael Penix and um, that squad, but just three points for that, I mean... It's it's gross, um, and you would think all the money would be on Washington. This this game is playing mind games, but sixty three percent of the tickets and the money are on Washington. You would expect like eighty or something. Now here's where here's where this gets tricky. Um, the over under for this game started at seventy six and a half. It is now at seventy eight, which. With a prime Washington offense, I would expect this, yes, but they've been struggling. And so I just don't, oh, I don't really have a play for this one. Um, 70% of the tickets are on the over, 91% is on the money, or the, the money is on the over. 
I just, I don't have a play for it. it. I can't do it. It's, I want to take the over because this Washington team is awesome. And I want to take Washington too, but this screams trap might just leave that one alone. And uh, and then move on to the next one, which is another one of those spots, or system plays anyway, that I was talking about earlier with Texas. But this is LSU in Alabama. LSU beat the brakes off of Army the last time they played. And uh, Alabama got some good rest. Alabama got some good rest, which also Nick Saban, uh, after a bye, he does pretty well. He does. Uh, he's fourteen and four after a bye um, as a home favorite. So very good there. Um, and then also that that system match. If you won your, if the away dog won their last game by thirty or more, and they are playing a ranked opponent, they are nineteen and fifty eight straight up. And so I got to go with the Alabama Crimson Tide. But once again, money line, um, it is a pretty short line there at three and a half. So paid a little bit of juice, um, but win by two, win by three. We're not pushing. We're not losing the hook. Um, and so I'll take a money line along kind of with that Texas. I do love those plays. I know they are just leads right now, but I, I would definitely take those. Um, and then we get into some Pac-12 after dark action. Oregon State going into CU, 13.5-point favorites. I don't love it. So you, CU has shown that they can keep close with some teams. Um, and then the over-under is 61.5. But Oregon State loves to run the ball. Colorado just gives up a ton of yards. Um, but they can shock, shock some people. So... 13 and a half at home. I think that might be too much, but no, nothing official there. No real lean. And then UCLA at Arizona. Another trap spot here. UCLA, two and a half point favorite. And Arizona coming off a win, a home win against Oregon State last week. Now, if you listen to the show, I did say, hey, I think Oregon State will win or will take the over. We ended up taking the over. It did not hit. Oregon State did not win either. I was a rat, took the cheese, um, and that's that's just the way it went that time. Um, but still the same system kind of we went over with Notre Dame, that away favorite, away short favorite anyway, playing a non-ranked team. It doesn't look great against the spread. And so if there is a play, it's it's probably the the home dog that, that is a home short dog. And so right now, leaving it alone, but if we had to make a play, may have to go Arizona, may have to look at the money there, just see what is going on. Um, it does look like it's pretty tight. Oh, Arizona is hefty hefty square dog people are believing in the wildcats um and so maybe disregard the system here because we know square dogs um doesn't work out too well for the square dog so think about that one but nothing official there that is just some information and then 
that will take us into the NFL on Sunday. We're going over to Germany. We are going to Germany, and we are going to watch the Miami Dolphins take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I think this could definitely be a good one. Um, obviously, the Dolphins, like, they haven't, they've played some good opponents. They haven't beat anybody good. <clears throat> so, that is concerning. But the line is moving towards the Dolphins. And I think this is a good spot for the Dolphins. I think across the pond, they can win this game against the Chiefs. And if you listened to the show before, you know how I like my ref trends. You know how I like my ref trends. So here's the here's the thing is we have Clay Martin. <clears throat> he is he's officiating. And then with a non-divisional favorite, so not a home favorite, not a away favorite, just because um, they're both away, right? They're both across the pond. Um, and so I just I just did my search. A non-divisional favorite. And they are 27 and 26 straight up. Okay, so 50-50 about. But against the spread, those favorites are 18, 32, and 3. So might want to fade the favorite here um, and go ahead with Miami. Now, if this, I would say if this line does flip, like at, at game time, if Miami for whatever reason is minus 1 or something, I would kind of disregard that trend because of how much the line has moved. And if it's flipped, um, I would go, I would still take Miami, but I would take Miami um, just the way we are looking at right now. Um, it started at three. It's just ticked on down. Um, Mahomes still dealing with that flu bug. And also another kind of rough trend here, Andy Reed, is one and five against the spread uh, with Clay Martin as the lead official. So that is something to keep in mind. And then also 63% of the tickets and 67% of the money is on the Chiefs. And we have seen that line dip down to one and a half. So I am thinking the Dolphins can take care of business here. Um, and I hope it's a good game. I mean, there are two good teams. Uh, hopefully we don't get some of this lame um i mean if you if you listen to the show you know i love unders if you're in the chalkboard you know i love unders but yeah sometimes it's just bad football i want if i want to see unders i want to see good defense um maybe some picks uh but let's just see some good all-around football and hopefully the dolphins will win that game uh, because i do think that's pretty close to an official play for me um, and so we'll see, we'll see what happens, but think in the dolphins, if you're not in our chalkboard, you get in there. That's where we're posting all of our plays. Um, that, and if you want some free time in there, DM us and we will, uh, we have a little deal going on with one of our sponsors, uh, to, to get you a free month of picks and, uh, we've been profitable all year. So look for that. Uh, but we are looking at Miami and then also we are, Moving down the slate, Minnesota and Atlanta. Minnesota just traded for Josh Dobbs, but not expecting uh, to to start. And there's expecting to go with the um, the rook uh, from BYU, Jaron Hall. And 
I don't love it. I don't love when a rookie quarterback comes in. Also, Atlanta kind of doing some things, I guess, even though they lost the Titans and um, and uh, Will Levis last week. But I do think Ty- Taylor Heineke is a better option than Desmond Ritter. And so I do think that Atlanta can take care of business against Minnesota. Obviously, no Justin Jefferson, no Kirk. So this is this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to go all, all over all the ref trends today. So Sean Smith uh, will be the lead official, and uh, with a non-divisional conference home favorite, um, they are not sorry. Non-divisional conference home favorites are 17 and nine straight up. They're 13 and 11 and two against the spread, uh, and then the over under is 17 and nine. I would stay away from the overall under. I'm just telling you that right now just because um, of how these two teams play. I mean, Minnesota's got a rookie quarterback in, probably not going to do anything too exotic with him, throwing it downfield, probably going to run the ball a lot, and Atlanta runs the ball a lot already. So, yeah, probably probably uh, no over-under play for there. Uh, if it is, it's probably the under. Um, And then we will take a look at Seattle and Baltimore. Surprisingly, I think this might be one of the best matchups of like of the week, along with Miami and Kansas City. But Seattle going to Baltimore that that feels like a good game. Um, You know, obviously Seattle shocked kind of the world last year, and they're they're still doing good this year. Um, Obviously, they do have to travel from the Pacific Northwest uh, to Maryland and uh, play Baltimore this week. But right now, 72% of the tickets and 57% of the money is on Baltimore. This might be a chance to take the dog. Nothing too crazy with uh, with the ref trends. Sean Hockley, he is the uh, lead official. Um, and him with a non-conference home favorite. They're 12-5 and five straight up, so Baltimore should. Uh, well, I say should, but. You know, hey, the line tells you that as well. Should win, um, and then they're, they're only nine and eight against the spread, and then eight and nine uh, for the total uh, towards the over. Um, so nothing crazy there. I wouldn't have a, a direct play really, but I do think Baltimore wins the game. And if I if if I have to choose, I would probably say. Um, Take Seattle plus the points. They're frisky. They can they can get it done. But we'll see. We'll see. Nothing official. Just some leans right now. Um, and then Arizona going to Cleveland. Started at eight and a half this week. Uh, they traded Josh Dobbs to Minnesota, um, who's still getting his feet wet with the offense, figuring things out. Um, but I think Arizona is doing everything they can do to try and tank. Um, whether it's for Caleb Williams, who knows? They in in. To be fair, they've been frisky um, and a good squad. Now, in this, eighty percent of the money and eight or eighty-seven percent of the money and eighty percent of the tickets are on the over, and the total has dropped a half. So be cautious of that. Um, and then, if you get into it and we want to take a look at some ref trends, of course, because uh, that's what we do. You know, Arizona. Let's see, Carl Sheffers. With a non-conference home favorite, non-conference home favorites are 37, 16, and one straight up. Which, if you're taking the money line on a uh, spread of ten for the favorite, 
uh, you might want to think about that. Um, and then against the spread, they're only 22-28-4. If Josh Dobbs was playing quarterback for the Cardinals, I would I would definitely think about taking the Cardinals. But the problem is he's not, and Kyler's not starting. This Cleveland defense is really good. They're going to be at home um, off a loss at Seattle. I think they're ready to prove a point. I might think about Arizona's team total under, um, if we're being completely honest. Um, but no no side, really. It would probably be a total for me there. And then you got the Rams and the Packers. This one's interesting. <laughs> well documented, I think, that the Rams don't really go to Green Bay well. Um, and this is kind of also reflected in the line this week. 83% of the tickets are on the Rams and 90% of the money. They opened as one-point favorites. They are currently three-point dogs. And so that is interesting. Um, Cleet Blakeman will be the official here. And with a non-divisional conference home favorite, they're 32-24. and 24. Against the spread, they're 21-35. and 35. So... Maybe it gets weird. Um, maybe you just take Green Bay money line, but I think that would be the play. We've also seen the total drop um, from forty-three and a half to thirty-eight and a half. Um, <clears throat> so we're we're looking at probably a cold one there in Lambeau. Um, maybe some weather. Maybe some early winter weather. We'll see. Um, but I don't really have a play on the total. Um, I would just go ahead and say, uh, yeah, I'd say the Packers, even though they're not looking very good. I would say the, I would say the Packers. I, I, I think that's the play. Just with the line movement there, um, especially with all the money being on the Rams, um, and playing outside at Lambeau, cold weather. Aaron Rodgers said, I know Aaron Rodgers not playing, but you would get a twinkle in his eye for, for games like this. So, that's something to think about is it's going to be cold there. And then that gives us Tampa Bay and Houston. Now, this is an interesting matchup. Tampa, they looked like they were going to be pretty solid at the beginning of the year, like shocked everybody with Minnesota. Um, and I won't say the wheels have fallen off, but they haven't looked great. Um, Houston is carrying 66% of the tickets right now, um, as well as 62% of the money. Um they Houston opened as two and a half point favorites. They're looking at three and a half. Nope, three now. Um, so it, it, the lines moved accordingly, uh, just with the market. So nothing bad there. And then you got Land Clark uh, officiating this game. Non-conference home favorites with Land Clark at the helm uh, are nine, six, and one straight up, and then only six and ten against the spread. So if this line does get creeped to three and a half. I would definitely think uh, Tampa Bay is worth a look, um, especially, you know, Houston not totally proven. And Tampa Bay has shown capabilities of doing something. And so if if they can keep it close, they can they can keep this within a field goal. If you can get the line at three and a half, I may definitely consider Tampa, not just with the trends, but the way Tampa can and has shown to play. I think it is a possibility. Um, that, that, that 
they can keep that one close. And then we take a look at Washington and New England. Um, another weird one kind of here because Washington is almost doing a full sell-off. Um, a lot of their defense saying, see you later. Chase Young, goodbye. Montez Sweat, goodbye. And then on offense, they did just lose Curtis Samuel. Now, 55% of the tickets are on New England. 85% of the money is on New England. Uh, they opened as two-point favorites, currently at three-point favorites. I know Tom Brady's not coming out, but and Bill Belichick has, has struggled without Tom, but I still think it's a look. Like, Washington has given up a lot. Um, they've... they've, they've Moved on. They're they're trying to build something new, um, and I would definitely consider New England. I would also consider this under. It started at thirty nine. It's at forty one. But I mean, it's moved with ninety four percent of the money and tickets are on on that number. So I mean, what do you expect it to do? People keep betting it. They'll move it up. They keep betting it. So I I think I would take the under there. Um, especially here, if, if, if we take a look at Adrian Hill, he's the elite official non-conference home favorites are 27, eight and one. Uh, so more support there for, uh, new England, uh, also 18 and 16 and two against the spread. Not great around that 50, 50 mark. Um, so losing to the juice, but in this situation, I think, uh, the Pats might be the play. And then also, the under uh, is 22-14 and 14, uh, under uh, Hill, uh, Adrian Hill as the lead official. So I think that might be a play, um, especially with all the money. That's kind of crazy uh, on the over in that one. Uh, and then we look at Chicago and New Orleans, who Chicago were kind of buyers at the deadline. I mean, going and getting Montez Sweat for what reason? They're not really playing for anything except for Caleb Williams and potentially Marvin Harrison Jr. So they're in that sweepstakes, but sure, go get Montez Sweat for a second round pick. Um, that that makes sense. The, what does scare me? The line at eight and a half now started at five and a half. Eighty-five uh, percent of the tickets and ninety-four percent of the money is on New Orleans. But what do you expect? Who's going to bet on the Bears? It doesn't make sense. I will say though. Ron Torbert is officiating this game, and with a non-divisional conference home favorite, they're 23-6 straight up. They are 20-9 against the spread. So, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna bet this game, uh, maybe take New Orleans again, like the Georgia game we were saying earlier. Like you would have to buy a point and a half down to get to seven, which is that key number, the touchdown, right? Or if you're taking Chicago, point and a half. So this is kind of thinking, hey, like the we don't know what's gonna how how this is gonna go. Is it gonna be ten or is it gonna be seven? Um, maybe a margin play. Maybe uh, New Orleans if you can get a band um, one to ten or seven to ten even. Um, that might be a little a, a little freaky flyer there. Um, and then also. If we look at uh, Ron Torbert's over/under, um, the over is sixteen to three. Um, so there might be some points. Ron Torbert might be trying to get guys in the end zone. We know um, Chicago kind of gives up some points anyway. So 
I think about the over there. So we move down the slate, another blech game. Indianapolis playing Carolina. Indy going to Carolina. Two and a half point favorites. I will say it is interesting. 55% of the money is on the Panthers. Or 71% of the money, sorry. 55% of the tickets are on the Panthers. The line has not budged. Uh, Still at two and a half. Vegas said, okay, yeah, fine. Uh, Still take them. Take Carolina, whatever. And it's at two and a half. You're not even getting a field goal. Seems not very smart. Um, But hey, maybe it's a Frank Reich revenge game. Uh, Maybe that's what they're saying. Carolina, you know, hey, they're 1-0 since last week. So maybe that's a play, but I would definitely think about being on Indy here. Um, Bill Vinovich is the official. Nothing too crazy um, as far as trends go. Um, Yeah, there's nothing too much there. And so do really have a play for that other than potentially thinking Indy just where money's looking like and the line not moving at all. And then matchup of the week, Giants. In the Raiders, uh, no more Josh McDaniels, um, no more Jimmy G. They're they're promoted uh, Aiden O'Connell, the Purdue alum, uh, to go ahead and take over the starting job. Which hey, there's there's some freshness in the building now. This is just a gross game. Um, under started at thirty nine and a half is currently at thirty seven and a half. This could definitely be an underplay. I could see it. Um, both teams just kind of stink, you know. Um, 54% of the tickets and 53% of the money is on the Las Vegas Raiders right now. Uh, yeah, aside, I don't have one. It's gross. Um, Tyrod's out. Um, Saquon's playing. I still don't think it matters. It's a gross game. Now, there are some good matches. There are some. There are some bright spots. The next one here, Dallas and Philly. Dallas traveling to the link. It's not a night game. It is an afternoon game. But I do like Philadelphia in this spot. Trey Blake is the lead official. There's nothing uh, nothing too concerning there trend-wise. Uh, five and three straight up for home favorites, divisional home favorites, and four and four against the spread. Four, three, and one. Um, for the total, um, four overs to three unders. And so nothing too crazy there. Now, what we do see is 64% of the money or the tickets are on the Eagles, uh, and 67% of the money is on the Eagles. Um, the line has not budged, though. It's still sitting at three. I don't believe in this Dallas team. From the show, though, you can argue that hey, we don't really believe in the Eagles as well. I will sit here and tell you I believe in the Eagles more than the Cowboys. Um, And that's just the way it is. It's fine. Um, I do think this is going to be a good game, though. For the total, uh, 60% of the tickets are on the over, and 82% of the money is on the over. It's gone from 46.5 to 47.5. I would think about the over here. Um, 48 kind of being a key number. Um, and so you're not at 48 and a half. You are at 47 and a half. So 45 and then 48 are two key numbers. I like the 48. Um, I do think this one can get over. That's another lead. 
And then we got Buffalo and Cincinnati. Buffalo opened as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, that, I believe, was before Joe Burrow got out of his mandated um, four-game stretch where he has to stink um, and then just turns it on for whatever reason. But 65% of the tickets are on Cincy and uh, 54% of the money is on Cincy. Uh, if we, and now there are two-point favorites. So I, I do like the Bengals here. The Bills... I think that window is closing for the Bills, unfortunately. Um, the this the over under is kind of weird. Seventy eight percent of the tickets are on the over, uh, but sixty nine percent nice uh, of the money is on the under, and the total has gone from forty six and a half to fifty and a half. Late night. Early November game. It's going to be chilly and sensey. I kind of like the under, but I'm biased towards unders. You know, it's a primetime game. Primetime unders. I would think about the under here. 50.5 is a lot. Um, and Cincy's defense has been known to bow up a little bit in these primetime games. So I am liking that, um, that, uh, that under as well as the Bengals in this spot. Um, and then we go into another thrilling primetime matchup on Monday between the Chargers and the Jets. The Chargers going to JetLife Stadium. They currently hold 51% of the tickets and 71% of the money. They opened as one-and-a-half-point favorites, currently looking at three-and-a-half-point favorites. If you play the Chargers, I would buy it down to three. Um, the open total was 43, and it is currently sitting at 40. Uh, if you have to take a play there, potentially the under again, just primetime unders, and this Jets offense still stinks. Um, the Chargers have been starting to click a little bit, though, so that's why I would probably just lean the Chargers, but if you have to take an over-under, probably the under, just the way this is looking. Um, Zach Wilson, I don't really see him pushing too many points um and then don't really see the chargers putting up 40 on the jets defense so probably looking at the under there uh, as well as the chargers but nothing official that's the lean that's what we got for this weekend and just a few things here if you are not in our chalkboard get in our chalkboard we are dropping two free plays of the day every saturday and every Sunday of football season. If you want free full covered plus access, download Sharps, the free bet tracking app. Send us a DM of a screenshot that you linked your book, and we will give you a month free of covered plus access. So there's there's that. Like it's a, it's a free way to get picks. People are like, why do you pay for why do you make people pay for we don't make you pay for picks. If you work with us and you help us out, you help us grow, we are not going to make you pay for picks. Uh, if you want to pay, we're doing the research. By all means pay. But we are main main strategy here for us is to grow, uh, grow kind of our brand. So download the sharps, uh, sharps bet tracking app it's free link your book send it to us um, and we will get you that free covered plus access and then also 
if you are if you are tracking your own bets, um, you are betting on your own. You don't want to buy picks. That's fine. We are now working with Betalytics Prime Bet information, props, games, edges, all that available to you. Go sign up with them. It is there is a cost there, um, but if you use code covered, you will get twenty five percent off. You'll get full data. It's it is awesome. It's awesome. They they give you props like the best edges, uh, how many times it's hit during the year, um, and projections, the grade they give it, their best picks, and it it it's really good stuff. So if you want to make your own picks, I do suggest that you go ahead and grab. Um, grab some some information like Betalytics. Hopefully, you do go with Betalytics. They're awesome. Once again, sign up with code Covered, and you would get twenty five percent off. Also, what we're doing is that if you do decide to go that way, we'll give you a month free of Covered Plus as well. So, although you might not be wanting picks, um, you just kind of want that information. It is good to see. Hey, what do these guys have? What do they have? Um, and so, yeah, we'll give you a month free if you sign up with Betalytics. But that is all we got here kind of on the board. Um, and yeah, let's let's go make some money. I mean, it's going to be a good week. We got football on. College football is going to be awesome. Top-ranked matchups. And then NFL, there are some, there's some good spots. There's some silver linings, a lot of bad games, a lot of bad games, but a lot of good games out there. And hopefully you take this information and take it to the cashier. But until the next time, we got you covered.